One. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people all over the world, welcome to another episode of Tyler Bryan Hour, aka TBH, aka TB Hour. I'm your co-host, Be Heard, aka Brian, aka Prince, aka Prince Vegeta Walter Haiti. I'm gonna pass it to my boy, my brother, my brethren, TTL. Wanna say something to the people? How are we doing, people? It is your co-host Tyler Libra, aka TTL, aka Libra Hendrix. We are gathered here today, brought to you in part by June. 14th 2022 it's been a hot week it's been a hot ass week been sweating like a slave i got browner i got darker i'm getting crispier by the day but i am here i'm tired but i'm here and i am bringing you we we are bringing you another tph podcast episode 92 on on your screen and um let's have a good one yeah, um, I will say first and foremost, I do apologize if you do hear all the fans and AC going on. Oh, but shit, it's, I forgot it's hot. to turn those on off. <laughs> hey, bro, it's it's hot. It's a hundred degrees. I might let it slide today. <laughs> I might have to just up our mics or something. So I do apologize if this is the uh, worst sounding podcast that's been in a while. Maybe Tyler will go turn some of those down or just lower settings so they're not as loud. Um. Shout out to the good brother Eduardo and uh for always showing love to the podcast. I see you, big bro. I see you listening to the podcast and uh hopefully you're still doing your photography thing. So shout out to him. Obviously, shout out to Lopez as well, because he subscribed to the anchor.fm slash Tyler Brian Hour for as little as one dollars, four dollars, nine dollars, whatever you could afford. Help this podcast grow so we could do major and better things, which is something that I want to actually talk to Tyler about on the podcast. But you know how we start off these things. We got to check in and see how niggas is doing. So how you doing, my boy? How was your weekend? I'm doing all right, man. I'm not where I want to be, but I'm sure as hell where I was, better than where I was. So, you know, with that going forward, um, you know, therapy, individual therapy was fine yesterday. Uh, I went for a little 30-minute session. And um, I just had to get something. I just had to reevaluate something. As far as what I'm dealing with, as far as past trauma and stuff, and because uh, I've been having, I've been having not nightmares, but I've been having dreams where where um, I'm talking to my dad again. For those of you who don't know, my father, you know uh, James Leroy Gross, he passed away three years ago, uh, March no April 2019. So, um, and the way. I've, if I haven't told you the story, I'm not going to go deep into it. But, you know, I I found him. I was the first to find him dead. Um, we'll pass on. Um, so, you know, with that, being a, obviously with that being a parent, that brings you, I mean, with that being a parent and you being a child, that obviously brings you a little bit more trauma, tremendous trauma. Um, so I, so for the past three years, I've been battling that, but I haven't really been speaking on it like I should have. Um, and you know, I'm finally starting to get around to the point where like, obviously I've been going to therapy, I've been going to individual and group and I've been doing some counseling. And, um, so I'm ready to talk about these things. I'm ready to kind of, um, I guess unlock things that I haven't really talked about willingly, but it's always been on my mind. And that's one thing that I hope to gain with as far as therapy and counseling, just to open up new waves of communication for me and the people around me so I could be able to tell what I'm feeling, when I'm feeling um, a little bit more better, more assertively, and be able to not come off as a dick or not come off as, you know, a grumpy old person because, you know, I'm... 
we're 28. We're I'm starting to get there. I'm starting to get the grumpy every 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 day. I was, but um, yeah, man. I was just like, like I said, I had a friend, you know, and they stopped me and said, you know, there's a lot of things that you don't talk about that I know that's bothering you, that you've been keeping up for a very long time, and like with those things going on, and plus with work and then this podcast and then me fading in out of photography which there's always a you know an expl- reasonable explanation for that and fading out of, you know social socializing with my friends and family you know there's reasons for that you know i'm trying to get down to those reasons you know i'm trying to get down to what i am as a person how i am when it comes to being around other people because the way that i was seeing it i wasn't such a good guy i really wasn't and, you know, that's what I'm hoping to gain from, you know, my mental maintenance, my my spiritual maintenance on this journey. And um, it's been a good one so far, man. Uh, like I said, individual therapy was good. Um, but, yeah, back on my uh, um, dad's subject, I've been, I don't know, I've just been, like, last night I've, I, I had, it was so vivid because, like, I was, like, I was, we was just like walking. I was walking and all of a sudden I just hear pops behind me, pops behind me. And he was just like, like, you know, there's a long ass walk, right? And I was like, pops, we're just going we're literally just up the street. Lens is up the street. And he's like, yeah, but we could have called, we could have called your uncle Ricky. We could, <laughs> we could have been, we could have been to and from the house by now. And I was like, pops, chill. I'm going to get you, I'm going to get you whatever you want. Just chill. We're going to be there in a minute. And like, I kept like, and that was the thing we were walking from riverfront, you know, the new riverfront. Mm-hmm. We were walking from there to lens. We were walking Ooh. the back way. So like we were walking the trail. I was doing the GTA mission, guy. Damn. And it's a very vivid memory that I have in the back of my mind because it was it was dusk. It was almost like it was pretty much sunset. And I was like, "Boy, I'm tired." And I was <laughs> like, "I was like, yeah, I know, Pops." And he's like, "No, you don't know, nigga." I was like, <laughs> and like, I was like, chill. And like things like that, it makes it makes remembering him easier. Mm. And it's just. For me, it was calming. It was smoothing because, like, as soon as that happened, I woke right up and I drunk water and then I just laid down for a minute. I was like, "Man, that shit know, like, felt like real, huh?" Yeah, and it, it like I literally and like there would be times when like I tell mom, I was like, "I don't, I really don't remember what pop sounds like. I really don't remember what he sounds like. I really don't like." And then like when you get those shades of like those little dreams and what happened, you remember his mannerisms, how he talked. I remember like how he, you know, how his attitude was. And it's just one of those things where like, it's just back here. It's always back here. And, um, I talked to my therapist about that. And, um, he was like, you know what? I think it's one of those things where you have, cause I haven't been having, these memories of him i haven't been having these dreams of him and since probably like a couple years and he figures now that you're starting to open up and now that you're starting to see and accept that you know what he was Mm -hmm. maybe those dreams are starting to be reoccurrence to um just pretty much a way of like finally coping or finally just uh, detaching yourself from the trauma in which i've felt that morning when I found him to being able to grieve in a way that feels comfortable for you into the way that, you know, 
you're not remembering the bad shit, but you're just remembering how his mannerisms went when you guys were on okay terms. Because it's probably, like, not even just from a therapy standpoint, but, like, that image of you finding your dad and you being the first one to find him, so you had to be the the bearer of bad news, probably was just so damn vivid that it literally, like, if, like, like this TV that you have on your screen, the picture was so big that you couldn't even see how his mannerisms was, what his voice sounded like, all the memories of you just walking that trail with him. Like, you probably couldn't see it because that image was just so stuck in your head that like you're like i can't believe that he's gone and that was probably the first and the main thing you remembered and then also it was kind of one of those things where you know humans and their bodies are so smart that like if you touch fire you know that fire is hot and you're getting burnt so it's like all the things in your brain essentially you're like hey this is hot you should stop touching this or pull back or do something about this they all work together and let you know. So, like, if that pain and that trauma of remembering your pops hurts you so bad, it fucked you up so bad that you didn't want to talk, you you were a shell of yourself, you, you were an asshole, you drank to suppress the pain, that all these things triggered in you that you couldn't even remember the good. And just hearing you talk and how you discussed the trauma that you went through, you and my dad... Or basically in the same boat. He wasn't the first one to find him because obviously he doesn't live at his parents' house. But he was the first one my grandma called. Or, yeah, she was the first one that called him. Right. And so he had to figure out, like, all right, what do we do? How do we, who do we call? This, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. And just seeing firsthand what you went through and seeing firsthand what he went through, I think there were two extremes. And that's not even to say what you did was wrong. Because, nigga, to this day, bro, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I don't know. I have this irrational fear. I don't know what be heard you going to say. I might be worse than you. I might be worse than all you niggas combined. Like, I I don't know. I, I can't answer that question, honestly. But, like, just seeing just those two different perspectives and two homies have – or not two homies, but, like, obviously a father and a best friend have those exact same experiences and traumas. It's kind of like – Every time you talk about it, it's just, just eye-opening. Do you feel like like uh, another reason why you're having those dreams and thinking about it so constantly is because of what like this weekend is? Like, ha- I know, obviously, the first one was hard, but has it only gotten harder for Father's Day? Or You know what? I haven't really thought of Father's Day as, um, obviously, that monumental mark of, like, oh, you know, I don't have a Pops, you know? I mean, I... Had a pops, but like I, I never for the past three years I never thought about it like that. Mm-hmm. And every time it comes up, I'm just like, oh, because like I hear it on the radio and I hear you know all the time on TV like Father's Day is coming up, get your father in brand new Traeger grill or something like that. <laughs> like and like I, I, it's in the back of my head, you know. I was like, damn, you know, can't Father's Day gifts are bullshit though. You know, I can't get pops a forty ouncer anymore, but uh, <laughs> but I mean. It, I mean, for me, I don't know about anybody else. It doesn't get harder. Um, it's just one of those things. It's just like, it's like, it's like once you've experienced something, you you just kind of like, after the fact, it's just like whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like you having the best Christmas, and then after you get everything you want, it's just like next Christmas is just like, eh. you know. 
So like it's one of those things where this this I just I it's not that I don't think about it anymore, it's just that it's just another day to me. You know? And just hearing you just give your point of view of that, like it just made me think of my dad and like so this whole week I've been kinda of asking what he wants and he's like, oh, I don't know. Like he's not really giving me an answer and I'm like, Why didn't you give me an answer? And then the more I'm thinking about him like I just it just dawned on me as I'm talking to you. Like, oh shit, like, you know, obviously you can't get his dad nothing. Like Right. So so it's gonna be a bittersweet day and I'm just like, fuck. Like I didn't even I didn't even I really didn't piece it together because I was so worried about trying to get him something that I didn't even think about it and I'm just like Yeah, I guess that day's gonna be hard for a multitude of reasons because it's one, it's also it's like the busiest day at my restaurant. So like it's always a shitty day. And then two, obviously losing my grandpa. And that's I don't know Cause like now that I, You know Obviously Obviously You know I've had my mom Just Singly Well I mean Individually for like Three years now I mean uh, There was times when she had to play Both mom and dad mm-hmm. You know Obviously if my pops is out And loaded And not there Then you know There'd be times when she had to step in And you know I I grace her with that too You know I grace her with both uh, You know those two entities as far as mother and father mm-hmm. i grace those two and ent- those two you know for her you know and i never really because obviously shout out to brent he yeah, um, i'm not gonna put all his business out there but you know he lost a parent too at a young age um and you know we talk about this on and off too and stuff like that and like the one thing that we've always kind of came to grasp with together as best friends as you know brothers almost um is that it doesn't it doesn't necessarily become harder the memories are still there but at the same time um as far as coping abilities we both have our end of we both have had our individual ways of coping obviously being negative and you know stuff like that but um we never let we never let it falter us as far as griping has being like emotionally real emotional about it you know how people are like when they lose a certain thing they become they almost become distraught like they're just like like they can't be like they just can't you know be stable mm-hmm. and um i've seen that a lot uh and the one thing that, you know, we've always kept, you know, 10 toes down. You know, we've always kept moving on. No yeah. matter what the situation is, I, it's just just some, har- just some Highland Park boys for you. <laughs> Y'all definitely uh, definitely had to grow up fast with that. I, Like I said, I can't compare it. Um, and... It's, I, I don't mean it in a nasty way. But, like, like with like, like my grandpa... I feel like, I don't know if this, you feel like this or, like, would Brent feel like this. I feel like it's like you're missing something. Like, something just seems off in your life. Not off to where it's catastrophic and, like, it fucks up your life, but, like, you ever just try to, like, leave the house and you're trying to, like, I got my keys, wallet, phone. Uh, like, it just always feels like there's that, that anxiety of, like, something's not here. The crazy part about it, I feel that way 
I felt that way probably the, the first few months, you know, after he passed because mom's in the house alone. She got to go work. She's leaving the house alone because, you know, pops, he was just chill on the couch and mm-hmm. stuff like that, watch TV. There's not, <laughs> there's not like a guard dog there, you know, to make sure everything in the house is stable. Granted, right. there have been times when he hasn't just came home completely, you know, mm-hmm. like, and like, that was one thing that like, I just, just was always in the back of my mind is like, damn, there is nobody here at all. And mom is in her house by herself on weekends, you know, just chilling. Same, same with my grandma. She, uh, like that was the main thing is like, they basically built a rotation of like where my uncles and aunts. And then, like, my dad and mom, like, they would just build a rotation. I'm like, all right, you take this day. Because they just want, like, one, my grandma didn't want to be in the house by herself because she does live in, like, a ghetto-ish part. Mm-hmm. And then, two, they were just like, we don't want her to be alone. Like, right. all she really needs now is love. Which I don't, I don't know. Uh, did you feel like when, you know, Pops passed, did you feel like you wanted to be by people? I don't know if I could. Personally, do I feel like I want to be what? Like by people? Like, uh, you know how like, oh, do you need anything? I'm here for you. Like, you want me to be by you? Well, I was in a relationship at the time, mm, and um, that's true. So she was there, you know, and um, she was able to, you know, just kind of soften the blow, I guess, of that day. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the day, I was just kind of. I was just kind of preparing and like kind of just like warped as far as like getting like uh like cremations arrangements and stuff like that and like and pretty much you know picking out urns and stuff so which is crazy the thing about as a you know 23 24 year old but um which is nasty too when you think about it from the sense of like you can't even you don't even have time to mourn you got to make a business decision It was literally it was literally 3 hours later that's crazy. Like after the fact, That's after crazy. I loaded pops in the corner van. That's crazy. So was that? Yeah, because it, it had to have been that time frame that because I was at work when you texted me. Yep. And I vividly remember getting that text. I was on Ox, and then I checked my phone, and I, I was just stuck. Like I was just standing still. And then I think Jeremiah was there, and he was like, "Yo, you good?" And I was like, "Yo, my <laughs> my best friend's dad just died. I'm fucked up." And but. Then, yeah, man. Um, as far as being around people, I think I just I carry that day has has is, you know. Um, yeah, I remember us just I was sitting just, on your porch, just sitting yeah. there. I was just crew. I was most of the time like about like a four or five hour span. I was just cruise. I was just cruising around in lead, just thinking, and. Um, then that went, and I think it wasn't even like. I think it had to have been that weekend because it was on a Friday too, which yep. is crazy, and um. I think I just spent the rest of, rest of the weekend, you know, with my lady, and that was about it. And then I think the next week, I think mo- obviously Monday, I went back to work, you know, and went through that whole week, and. I don't know. I just, I didn't, it's not like I didn't want to be around people. It's just that, like, I just, obviously, there was a select people that I told about this. You know, I texted about this, and, you know, they showed me love, apparently, obviously. And they knew I just wanted my time. So, 
That's how that works. Yeah. I didn't really care who I was by, honestly. I just, you know, if you want, if I feel like talking about it, I'll talk about it. True. Wholeheartedly. Um, yeah, uh, so I guess to go on a lighter note, just to, you know, tell about my week, my week and my weekend. My week was good. We, uh, got called into a meeting at the main job and basically got a raise because we keep killing it. And then they're not hiring temps. So basically the, the budget was able to be spread around to the people that's already working there. So I was able to get a dollar raise, which is nice. Um, and then that was pretty much work, and then work was pretty cool for the most part as far as Friday and Saturday, or Saturday and Sunday goes, so it was pretty light. Um, But then I think I was talking to Andrea about something, and long story short, she was like, well, what you on today? And I'm like, oh, I'm on nothing, chilling. She's like, come through to the crib. So I'm like, all right, because you know how everybody loves, everybody just loves, anytime that I, like, think about doing something, like, you don't do nothing. I'm like, all right, nigga, goddamn, everybody just use guilt to trip me and shit. So then I slide to Andrea's crib, I was chopping it up with her, talking to her, and then a boo got wind that I was over there. So he's like, what? I'm talk- I'm coming through, mind you. I was already at Andrea's crib for, like, two hours, it was just me and her chopping it up. And then a boo comes, and we start chopping up even more. Getting our heated little debates how we do, which I'll bring up later uh, on the pod. But um was chopping up with him. So I was chopping up with him and Andrea till like, 4 o'clock in the morning. I was like, all right, nigga, I got to go home. I am tired. <laughs> and so it was good to see them. It was good to, like, be out the house and just talk to my uh, my OG friends. Like, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, yep. knowing Abu since elementary and then living together in college and then Andrea being, like, one of my close best friends as far as girls girls go since high school since freshman year so damn near 10 years which is kind of insane to me just to think about um it was good to see them it was good to get out and then oh i guess so i switched my mindset i uh i've been talking to the homies on discord and all them shout out to the rno and i decided to try something different and all i'm doing is just i'm just thinking positive like, I'm only, only thinking positive. I'm not trying to let no negative thoughts in my head. I'm not trying to get pissed off. And I, I don't, you know me, I don't get pissed off, but it's just for lack of a, for lack of a better term. Like, I, my vocabulary is just not that deep. Like, I'm not mad. It, I guess, like you said, you put, like, I get annoyed very easily. But I, to me, that's not considered mad because I figure, like, mad's going to do some shit you're going to regret. But, yeah, and to say... This week's been better. It has been. Nothing's changed. Like, I don't got more money. I don't got more hoes. I don't got a nice crib. Like, I don't, nothing's changed. I've been going to the gym, too, so that might have been helping. That could be helping a little bit. But, like. And, dude, I'm telling you, man, since I quit alcohol, (laughs) I've had (laughs) the gym. The gym is definitely damn near a sanctuary for um, recovering alcoholics (laughs) or (laughs) <laughs> or just or just people that are, you know, trying to get right. Because, like, I mean, obviously I've I've kept myself in out physical shape throughout the years. I would like to think that I haven't changed the same frame. But, I mean, I see this frame every day. So, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, it, it's been it's been a good place, man. Just kind of in tuning my strength. And strength has, I've, I've been in tuning my strength as far as mentally and spiritually. Now I just need to get the physical part. 
Right. So I've been going. I've been going about at least three times now, three times a week, and okay. um, making it, trying to make it four. But that four is pushing it. That five really. I I don't. I'm not a young. I'm not a young man anymore. I can't. I don't have time for five. I don't have this. I don't have the stability for five days in a row. I, I think, just don't. I think it's you should. And the reason why I say you should is because think about it as a chain link. The as long as you're doing something like if you don't feel like going to the gym, just go walk for 20 minutes or 30 minutes or like go like my gym has a sauna. So I go sit in the sauna. Like, right, yeah, if you could just get consistent in the sense of getting your body and mind to go to the gym, even if you don't want to do it, you don't necessarily have to do a full on workout. Yeah, I just, just, I just do there, like, you know. Is just the hardest part because then that's when you start. If you stop, if you only say you go four days, now four days become hard. Now you only go three days. Now you go two days. Now you only go one day. Now you don't go. Right. Yeah. Just get consistent in the sense of going, and then that's what I'm trying to do. So, like, even after this podcast, I, not that I don't want a long, great podcast because hell, we just talked about your father and like just that for 20 minutes. So I, I want to go as long as we can. But I'm gonna try to go to the gym tonight slash tomorrow morning, if you will. But I'm going to go just so I can start building those habits of just being consistent. Because that's the hardest part is just being consistent. I mean, it's like it's like one of those things where um, – and I've been talking to my therapist about this. He's, he's like, yeah, you know, it's almost like how you would go to work every day, mm-hmm. how you would set your alarm every day to get ready to go to work. It's almost like – and, you know, me being the evening, you know, gymmer, um, it's almost like you have to have your own alarm clock to you to where it just clicks to where you got to go, you know? And like, I'm like, and I'm trying to get that mindset to where it just clicks. Like, it's just like, I don't even, it, it cause it almost becomes second nature for our alarm clock and then get up and get ready to go work. Right. It almost becomes second nature as bad as that sounds. As, no, as disgusting as that sounds, that's but <laughs> but yeah, it's just one of those things where it's just you kind of just kind of be. It's just more will, mind, mind over matter and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. so let's uh, let's go to a bright topic for the first topic. Um, because okay. some of them kind of tie in together. Who was your like? Maybe not first celebrity crush, but one that sticks out. Charlene Woodley. What is that from? Who she like? Secret Life of an American Teenager. Faults in Our Stars. I don't know if I don't You've know. never seen fa- Aaron Rodgers' ex. Well, ex fiance. Look her up. How, what's her name? Shailene Woodley. She was my first crush. Yeah. I would have to say she was my first crush. As far as it actually being a first, you know, celebrity crush in my teens and, you know, going on to adulthood. So, yeah, that was her. Um, let's see. What else? What else? I can't think of ones I have now. She's cute. And um, she is attractive. Scarlett Johansson used to be up there. I, well, I was thinking like. Our younger years. Too. I'm, think, I'm thinking all the bunnies. What? Yeah, they <laughs> said all the bunnies. I was thinking our younger years too. Younger years. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see. Let's see. Hmm. 
younger years, like we're talking about child, like at like adolescence, right? Mm-hmm. Fuck, I have some hot teachers. <laughs> Nigga, I said celebrity. <laughs> oh, oh, man. that's awkward. Oh, they don't listen to this episode. Uh but well, as far as child, well, hold on. Let me. Let me. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll give you. Uh, the reason why Power Rangers, Pink Ranger. See, that don't really help though, because there's always a pink ring. You know what I mean? There's so many integrations. Yeah, there. there's like yeah. Unless you're talking about like the original, I guess. The original. But, hold on. So the reason why I brought this up is because there's this game called the Quarry, I believe. It's like uh Until Dawn, like Telltale Games. It's a game where you basically make decisions decisions impact how the story goes. So basically you could basically kill everybody if you want to kill everybody, or save everybody if you want to save everybody. And hold on, I just got a notification. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. I just got a notification that the New York Yankees, the Bro. best, the best, the best record in the league right now. We are top ranked number one. Nobody can fuck with us. We just beat the Tampa Bay Rays two to one, two to zero. Nigga, talk about a regular season game. Anyway, yeah. So uh, the game I was talking about, there was this lady on there, and she looked so familiar, but she was fine. I'm like, damn, I'm attracted to her. She was like, fine, because the way the uh, the query. I'm probably butchering how it's spelled, but it's or butchering how to say it. It's like Q-U-A-R-R-Y. But on the game, there's this really attractive girl, and I'm like, yo, she looks mad familiar. She looked mad familiar. And the way that this studio does their face scans, they do face scans of real people, and they just integrate them in their story. Fair enough. And so I'm looking at the girl. I'm looking at the girl. And then... um. The story ends, and then I start, you know, after you, like, I watch a story and I watch a gameplay, I tend to look back and see what other choices, because it's a choice-based game. So I tend to look at, like, other choices and see what other people decided to do in their story. And when I, like, first started watching someone else play, a name popped up. And, nigga, the girl that I was thinking of was Brenda Song. And boy, when I tell you she still look good to this day, to this day, Deontay Wilder stop to this day, she 34, and she looked like she need me, bro. Boy, she looked so good, because it was a face model. Like, the face still look, she still looks young. Pretty sure she's married. Yep, she is. So. <laughs> so the nigga did the Home Alone. Macaulay Culkin. But. I mean this in the nicest way possible if she ever becomes single. She's not checking. She could check this way. She need me. That's all I was, that because, like, yo, when she was on Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, woo! If we could talk about the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody roster real quick, them, they were all kind of bad. Even the mom, bro. I, <laughs> hey man, just oh man, I'm not here to judge. Only God could do that. Um, but, um, who else was bad from childhood? Topanga was attractive. Topanga, she was fine. I'm trying to think uh, of celebrity crushes that I had. It's kind of hard because, like, when I was younger, I thought they were attractive, but it's like. I'm gonna say Chloe Kardashian in her first form. Um, nah, 
Um, uh, that was definitely an adolescence crush. Um, um, I'm sorry about. I'm sorry about that. that. Of, if that came out wrong, you know what sorry. that reminded me of? That reminded me of like freezing when he had the dickhead. <laughs> That's what I thought of. Oh yeah, the long John head. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's what I thought of when you said first form. I know that's obviously not his first form, but yeah, that man. would be your first form, the long drawn forehead one. But yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you can stop now. I feel, I feel bad, man. That was crazy. With the no lips? Nah, you bugging. But yeah, Chloe Chloe was, you know, she was she was nice. I, I like her. I still like her too. She's my favorite, by the way. Her and Courtney, they're my favorite. Actually, her it goes it actually goes Kendall. Courtney and then and then Chloe because those are pretty much my three personalities right there. I'd have to think about it. I don't know as far as personalities go, which one I would uh, relate to. You probably you probably be a Kim, maybe. Um, shit. Is there any other celebrity crushes? I feel like I had way more, but. I think it's because, like, you watch them age, and some of them don't age like wine. Like, they definitely was at the peak when we were younger. They really don't. Uh, hmm. Trying to think. I'm trying to think. I don't know. Damn, who's that? I'll tell you <laughs> after. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I wish I had more celebrity crushes. Maybe that's what I probably do. I just can't think of them right. right now. Maybe that's what y'all should do. If you listen to this episode, first of all, rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Secondly, um, let us know your celebrity crushes. Who who you had celebrity crushes on? Um. So, when what I was about talk- celebrity guys, what? Hey, guys, need some love too. No, um, no. <laughs> For what? You know, just because you know. There's so what, what are you think, saying right now? You, there's got there's got to be equal. You gotta think there's some you know celebrity guys that you would like envy. You know, be find attractive. Like Ryan, I would say Chris Hensworth is probably my guy crush. Thor, you can't go wrong with Thor now. That was an attractive human being. Chris Hemsworth is an attractive human but, being. But I don't you realize crush means like you would want to be with them, like you like you like them. There's a difference between well, they like me. this person. So you would be with Thor, <laughs> that's what you're saying. Hey. That's a god of thunder right there, man. Hey. So you dumb or you sub? What? Are you dumb or sub? I would like to be dumb. With Thor? Yeah, fuck yeah. Thor, it's the God of Thunder, bro. You're not about to be Thor. Son of Odin. <laughs> like, you're not you about know. to be Thor. <laughs> you gonna yeah. tell you toot that ass up? <laughs> yeah. That's wow. Okay. Um, Are you submissive? Huh? <laughs> what you say? <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be pissed when I listen back to this, huh? Yeah. Uh. Wow. I didn't think we was gonna go there. Anyway. <laughs> So, I was having this debate with Abu on Saturday, getting on our long tangents and long rants. Me and Abu. It's funny because y'all be going at it. 
We do. And it's funny because I feel like we argued the same points. It's just we start at different ends. Like, like if a boo is counting, I'm using letters. And that's why I think we never see eye to eye. And I don't know how we got on this debate. But somehow we started talking about the podcast. And I want to get your thoughts and opinions on this because obviously it's your podcast too. But I basically, Abu thinks like I wasn't being confident. And I don't, I'm not saying I'm not confident. But I do sell myself short in which I sell myself short to not be cocky, if that makes sense. Because, you know, you know I, I don't want to come off as cocky because it's like, I'm very self-aware of where I'm at, usually. Fair enough. And what I, like to, what I like to believe that I'm at. And that goes with anything. That goes with the podcast. That goes with real life. That goes with women. That goes with attractiveness. That goes with money, status, like everything. I'm pretty self-aware of where I'm at. I, I will be the first one to admit it. So he thinks that I'm not being confident. And what he was trying to tell me is that the podcast is not going because you got to get out there and market the podcast and basically sell the podcast to people in which what he was saying, I don't disagree with, but I don't feel like that's our issue. Me personally, and this is me being honest, me being blunt, me telling the whole truth, nothing but the truth. So help me God. I feel like the the position that our podcast is in now, it gets probably about 20, 25 plays a week when we consistent, which is pretty good. No promo, no guests. We haven't had guests in a while. I think that's pretty good. But I personally believe that this podcast could do a thousand. A thousand is a lot. A thousand is a lot to ask of people. Hell, just imagine trying to get a thousand people just to view something, let alone listen to our ex hour, two hours worth of content of you just giving your thoughts and opinions on shit. Like, who are you to give your thoughts and opinions on shit, right? And I was trying to tell him that. It's not who we need to connect to and, like, who we need to introduce ourselves to. We just need to get the right eyes. And what I meant by right eyes is that I meant we need to get the viewers. If I feel like we need – if I feel like we can get a 1,000 listeners, so we need to at least introduce this podcast to 10,000 people because it's never a one-to-one. Like I said, you can't – like, if you literally have a 1,000 friends and you ask all 1,000 friends for a dollar, they're not all going to give you a dollar. You'd be lucky to get a 100. You'd be lucky to get more than that. But I don't even want a thousand friends. But that's how I was feeling. And in those statements, which one would you agree more as far as our podcast is concerned? Do you feel like we need stronger connections? Not saying like either we need both, but what one do you feel like is more of a glaring issue? I honestly think we're just one. I think we're one listen away from stardom. I don't think we're one person away from stardom, man. So you feel like it's more of our connections? Uh, yeah. Which, I mean, I, there's some truth to that. There's some truth to that. Cause there's some truth to that in the sense of, like, when we get, have a guest on, um, guest episodes do better than just us. But I also feel like that ties back into what I said is because we need the right eyes on the podcast because I feel like, Literally, it doesn't matter what guests we have on the podcast. Every guest that comes on the podcast goes, damn, that was fun. Y'all are great guys. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got great energy, great chemistry. Shit was funny. It was a good episode. And everybody who listens to the episode because of the guests, they usually fuck with them. They're like, yo, that was funny. I'm going to tap in, da-da-da-da. They don't usually tap in, but they say they do. So that's cool. But 
me personally, I feel like that's why we need eyes. Because it doesn't matter who we have and don't have on the podcast. Usually the podcast episodes are about the same. So if you fuck with one, you're going to fuck with the majority of them. Yeah. So that's why I always felt like we just need more eyes on the on the content. Because it's like meeting someone. Like say if we meet a great producer, right? And we get the crispest audio. We sound sexy. We sound like ASMR in your ear, like soothing. Just, just Tyler sound great. I sound great. The guests, whoever they may be, sound great. Cool. That helps improve the podcast. But if 20 people are only going to listen to the podcast anyway, 20 people are only going to listen to the podcast. Right. Nigga, if Drake, if I post a story right now of the podcast episode and Drake just reposts it on his story on Instagram, we ain't never going back. We could quit. I promise you, we could quit our jobs. Because at, at least off the straight alone of Drake got how many followers? Probably like at least I, I'm gonna look it up just to be exact. Just to be exact. <laughs> Here we go. Hold up. Hold up. Yeah, almost sounded like not sneeze, but my shit. Oh, champagne. Uno momento, por favor. Drake got 113 million followers. If that nigga reposted our podcast, at least at least a hundred thousand people are checking the podcast out. Then that means we get ad revenue, we get sponsorships. Tyler's life's changed, my life's changed, and now this is a whole different podcast. Because now we can put some money back in the thing and go invest in motherfucker. And then say say if a hundred thousand check it out, and say it sucked to a hundred thousand people, or maybe not even a hundred thousand people. Excuse me. Say it sucked to ninety nine thousand people. That's still a thousand people, and a thousand people. If they those thousand people subscribe to the podcast at nine dollars, come on, man! <laughs> like it don't take much, and that's what I was trying to get at with Abu, which I don't. But I don't disagree with what he said because Abu is doing some dope shit. Yeah, shout out to that brother, man. Even though that nigga, that nigga goofball, he goofball for real. But that's my brother, so yeah, I can he say is. <laughs> but um. Yeah, because he's doing dope interviews. He's doing video interviews, and the video interviews look better and stuff like that. And um, But that's the thing. is like you just have to get people to check the content because I feel like we up. Like I feel like personally we could easily um, go and get the rapper interview. Maybe not easily because setting shit up and getting the rapper is right, fucking yeah. difficult. But to do it and it do well, I feel like we could do that, but... I want to interview someone I actually fuck with so I can at least talk to him after this. I don't want to interview just to interview, and I don't even want to interview to sound like an interview because I want it to sound like this, like two best friends conversating. Any thoughts, opinions so far? Yeah, man, I think it's just one of those things where, like, all the ships have to fall into place as far as, um, you know, who we reach out to and, uh, you know, who we click with because, like you said, you know, we're obviously, if I'm, if, you know, you're coming to a certain guest and I'm not, or vice versa, then we're just not going to do it, you know? But, um... Or, we're going to have issues with it. Because has, that has happened. It has happened. And, um... But, yeah, we just... But you wouldn't know that because we professionals. Fuck. So, rate the shit five stars, but... We ch- yeah, um... Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely professional. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. Uh... I just say we're we're just on the cusp. We're 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 just on the brink of stardom. You guys don't fucking know it yet, but we're we're there. We're 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 coming. We're we're hot, and you're not. 
So <laughs> that's all I got to say about that, man. Just wait on it. Just wait on it. Be peaceful. You know, be patient. But there is some truth to what, like, Abu said. Because, like. I'm not saying there's not. No, I, I, I'm not saying you're not. I'm just adding. I'm just reiterating. Because it's like, if, say, you was an established photographer or I was an established gamer, something, like, along those lines. Nigga, we we be on off of that alone. We almost the same color. God damn. Yeah, bro. I really, I, if I wasn't outside for like two summers in football, I wouldn't be. Literally there. outside every day. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not every fucking day I'm outside. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't go for that. But, um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't hurt to try it either. It doesn't hurt to try it because I feel like the podcast episodes have been doing better since I've been doing the run back. And obviously when you get back to your photography bag and I say like we interview a model or another photographer, that shit going to go crazy too. Um, but it's just a matter of making sense. Cause it's like, I want to do a lot, but it has to make sense. Hmm. So then actually let's talk. It don't make dollars. It don't, don't make, make sense. sense. So then let's talk um, podcast ideas. And some ideas that I've been having is, um, <clears throat> and we're doing it live because, you know, we like some somewhat transparency. We like to brainstorm. And it's uh, it's not too crazy. How would you feel about renting a studio? I would like that. I've been talking about that. Not necessarily a studio that fuck? that is ours. I'm saying like a studio that's already established. We could do that too. The only problem is that. You know, if we like to go for two hours, that would be about 120, which is doable. Not impossible. Yeah. Um, I have to get better in a better situation. But Same even here. then, like, we could use, because the podcast right now Therapy is like. ain't cheap. <laughs> the podcast right now is, we, the podcast could be like a third person as far as like what we have saved up right now. But obviously we need more subscribers, so go ahead and subscribe. We could utilize that money to get, uh, like, a podcast set up. The only problem is there's recording studios in Des Moines, but none of them have the podcast set up. In which I still have this, so we could use it. But then we would need a camera because I feel like it would defeat the purpose of getting the studio if we don't at least record the footage. You feel me? Right, yeah. But then... In Davenport, there's a podcast setup. So it's the same price, but they have their own podcast shit. So we could we could always make a trip too. Davenport, huh? I mean we made a trip before. But that'd be like, oh, if we're gonna do a live recording, blah blah blah. Like when I when I'm thinking of these studio ideas, I'm thinking of it from a camera perspective. Like I wouldn't like if we just gonna record the pod, we this is fine. First of all, it's gonna save us hundred twenty dollars every week, but it's just an it's idea. Save gas and, that know. too. That too. That too. They can't be playing around with gas right now. That is true. It was a. It was just an idea. Um, fuck. There was another idea I had with the podcast. So I guess the studio, and then um, how do you feel about us like marketing the podcast? You think we do a good job or? I think you would do a good job considering I'm on hiatus right now. 
I'm trying. It's it's hard because I don't got the clout like that. Like my IG and Twitter don't be popping like that. Like it, it, there's people that show love, but it's just not enough to where I could get. Like I said, the eyes on it. Hmm. We just gotta switch roles. <laughs> True. <laughs> that's all. That's all the fact of the matter is. You know, somebody got somebody got to stay in the man in the office. Can't both of us be on vacation at the same time? True. <laughs> Shit, our numbers would dwindle like a motherfucker. If we did that, uh, that shit. But I mean, that's just that's just the hardest thing about podcasting right now. It's just getting the right people to listen to it and uh, tapping in with it. And I th- I feel like our podcast would do better if it wasn't for me. Oh, actually, I remember the third thing. How do you feel about a network? I I like it. Because I feel like a network would help with ads and sponsorships, and then we'd get paid, but they obviously get a cut. The only problem with having a network is we got to have the numbers. And I'm not opposed to being on a network because I feel like if you could get people to help you out, because that's, that's basically what it is. It's like I feel like me and Tyler are great. Mike A, Mike B, or one or two, or one A, one B, whatever you want to say. Really, we just need a producer. We just need a cameraman, and we just need an editor. And we get that shit, boy. We get that shit, boy. Pocket, because shit, Patreon going to go up. All that shit going to go up. Maybe in that shit, if I could really realistically get that third person just to be that, shit. Hey, sky is the limit at that point. Mm. Damn sure is. You were motherfucking right, Brian Allen heard the second. Hey, nigga, goddamn, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I want niggas know my full name. I want niggas call me that. Man, the thing about it is, man, is that, you know, <laughs> I, I still have some. I still have, I still have some of my livelihood, you know. Um, obviously, situations I'm in, you know, it hasn't, you know, stripped me of too much. You know, I still have my, you know. I still have ability to kid around a little bit. Uh, you used to call me the call. Everybody refers to me as the wild one. I'm about to be the mild one. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I, I uh, nothing but water for me. I gotta start thinking because when I do come back out, when I do make my when I when I do um. I'm ready to get back into the scene. I gotta think of I gotta think of uh bar drinks that are non alcoholic. I gotta drink spritzers now. Wow. <laughs> Can you imagine? Tyler James Gross. <laughs> Can you imagine me now drinking sprit there's motherfuckers I've have co- there's friends out that are just they just can't believe. They're just they're hating that I've just changed my life. They're like, nigga, you don't drink anymore? Yeah, niggas be mad. They be mad. <laughs> they be... Like, I... They're like, what the fuck? They just so be distraught. They be confused because they be like, <laughs> they, yo, what we finna do? They be they be distraught that, I, I, that I've changed my life. They be like, yo, this... Man, yo, you really don't drink anymore, do you? No, I do not drink. Damn. I'm t- bro. So do you smoke anymore? Or I'm 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 in the process of not smoking anymore. Damn, what the fuck do you do, Tyler? Bro. 
This is be mad, dude. And that's the craziest shit, man. Because I was having a conversation with a friend this weekend, and he was like, and he was like, damn. I was like, what? Just out the blue, he was just like, damn. I was like, what? So are you really on this non-drinking shit, huh? <laughs> like, yeah, man. I mean, I'm just chilling to myself, man. Mind over matter, man. Alcohol is bad for you anyway. He's like, see, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, man, chill out. He's like, no, I ain't going to fucking chill. Bro, I'm telling you, because, like, I, there was points where, like, niggas got mad. Like, bro, you ain't drinking beer? Nah, bro, I'm chilling. Fuck you. fuck you here for? Chilling. <laughs> like, I used to hate that. I'm like, bro, why are niggas getting mad at me for chilling? How I mean, it also put, I mean, not much you, but it also puts it in perspective of me of how accepting I was, <laughs> you know, as far as my uh, behavior goes, as far as alcohol goes. What you mean? Like, as far as, you know, just being tolerable around alcohol, you know, just, you know, being, you know, inebriated. Yeah. Because you used to be a person in the shit. They used to call it Tyler uh, One Drink. Like, why do you call him One Drink? That nigga always got one drink in his motherfucking hand. No matter the drink or what. Henny God. I was Henny God for a minute. You had different eras. I did have different archives, man, and I don't. Like, you would have drinking errors, like, well, you'd be like Kobe, but with different numbers. Like, you'd be the eight, there'd be an eight era, there'd be a 24 era, there'd be a 32 era, just keep with synonyms and shit. This last era was off the rails, I'm not gonna lie. This is, this is very chaotic and destructive. I do not look back on this, this last was definitely, era. This was definitely your fair worth tour, because you was just putting up 50 a game, just like, fuck it, give me the ball. Yeah, man, it was crazy. And I was, play, I was a pill taker on top of that, and yeah. Oh no! Oh no! Um, too much. I'm all better now. That's good. I mean, I'm not cured, but I'm all better. That's so that's good. Know. That's good. Two more topics now. Obviously, you got to talk about the elephant in the room, motherfucking finals. Through five games, it's truly impressed me that the Boston Celtics have had the same problems, and yet we still won two games and still lost three games, and we still can't fix these fucking problems. Down the stretch, we. I'm going to need Tatum to have a complete game. Yeah. Down the stretch, we just fumbled the ball. Like It's like we're allergic to shit. And then we don't stop Steph Curry, which is crazy. I mean, granted, last night he didn't have a single three, which is kind of rare, but he still kind of did his thing. But I swear to God, it's like, bro, if we could just. Y'all had the formula the first two games. Y'all were let y'all were keying in on Curry for the fourth no, quarter not- only. Well, yeah, but like even then, that's what I'm saying is like if we could like eliminate five turnovers, like just five turnovers, and stop Curry from like keep him under thirty, bro, we can win. We can win the next two games. It's Y'all can like, keep him under thirty, and you guys, if if Tatum, Brown, and Smart all get all get all three of them get twenty plus points, that's what you're winning the game. True, because you because if you look if you look at it statistically, if all if if you see like, like you see in game one, you had three guys. All three of them got, got out there and got twenty plus points. If you, if though you are not beating Boston, if all three your main guys get twenty plus, you're not. And then you got Big Al in the middle. You're not doing that. You're not you're because not it's like um, it's like basketball and 
basketball is literally the only sport where like you can only play defense for so so long. Like eventually shots are gonna go in. Right. Eventually niggas are gonna make shit. It's not like football to where you can play defense great the whole fucking first three quarters and then niggas get like maybe one or two touchdowns, but then it's like you are up twenty, so it don't matter. Basketball is a game of runs. Like niggas are gonna go broke, but then niggas are gonna get hot. And Golden State is a team that could just get hot at any point in time. And it's like we like we could afford not going hot against the Nets because we had defense. We could afford not going hot against the Bucks because outside Giannis, no one else went really went hot. We could afford going not going hot against the Heat because outside of Jimmy, no one else was hot. We cannot afford to not go hot against the Golden State Warriors because all them niggas can shoot and Draymond be out here tackling niggas and they don't call nothing. See out there breaking arms. <laughs> Like shit don't make no sense. I still believe. I still, I still feel like we could do it. Like, cause I, before my finals prediction was I'm wholehearted with Boston. By the way, I'm Boston. I'm 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 in there. Like you know? before, I had Boston in seven. We had to lose three games to go to seven. Obviously, and but I know you say it's obvious, but it still hurts to lose three games. So it's like you don't. You of course you say Celtics in seven, but it's like when you're watching the game, seeing the Celtics lose, and then they lost the third game. You're like, oh shit! <laughs> like now we really have to win. Y'all better be lucky. Y'all ain't, you, you but you just better be lucky. Y'all ain't looking gassed yet because y'all did have to play two game sevens. That's true. That's true. But realistically, it's like goal out. I and mean, we haven't been healthy, too. Like, Robert Williams has played phenomenal. But Tatum Shore has been hurt all month. Oh, shit. I hope because he's playing bad. He's playing like he hurt. But, like, yeah. Like, Robert Williams <laughs> has has been hurt with his knee. And he's still playing like a dog. He's still going out there killing it. And I feel like... Like, I feel like if this finals was last year, before they changed the offensive rule where, like, you can't pump fake and then the defender jump up and then you jump into the defender and shoot the ball and call a foul, like, they switch, they switch that so you can't do that no more. If they had that rule this year, I feel like that would help our team phenomenally because that's how Tatum keeps going up. He keeps going up, not embracing the content, but contact, but more so going up to get fouled. And I feel like that's. Not a women winning formula, so you know we got Game Six in Boston. I don't know why I said it like I was from Boston, Boston, but I like our odds. I don't. Didn't you just say you was with Boston? I'm with Boston. I'm I'm with Boston. I'm with you guys through and through. I'm for this for these next two one games. or two games. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I I. I, I believe I'm, I'm we'll with, get it done. I'm with the green. I'm with the leprechauns. I, I believe we'll get it done. Unless unless Golden State just comes out and shoots lights out. Game six is clay day. I never said that. <laughs> it's but, clay day. But he's yet to go off, so. And, like, I just, you know, there's never been a game with. They, re- say, they say clay came back Kent Bazemore. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, like, there's never been. There's never been I was gonna say something, but Nick was talking about Jeff Hardy. Listen, Boston's defense, this this might be the most fair, equally matched finals that I've seen in a while. Where it goes offense to defense. Mm-hmm. High powered offense, high powered defense. 
And the thing about it is, is that Boston has the depth. They have the bench to match up with Golden State on all cylinders. We've seen that happen. I believe so. It's just like, oh, I remember what I was going to say. No, I'm sorry. There's never been a good ref game. Like, I feel like the refs sucked this whole series. And that's even when they were calling calls for Boston and that when they were calling calls for Golden State. But it's like they're kind of letting them play, so you kind of have to take it with a greater slope. But I just – I – At one point in time, you got to stop. You got to say, hey, look, Dre. <laughs> hey, somebody might have to swing on that nigga because God nigga. I would have been – He's yeah. been getting away with some bullshit. About to be another, about to be a mouse at the palace. <laughs> On me. Because he, that nigga out of control. All right. Uh, last topic of the podcast. Niggas is scared of Draymond if we be him. <laughs> Nigga's scared of his two points. Quadruple single. I'm talking about the refs. <laughs> they said, they said, they said Mr. Triple Single. That's hilarious. Like it was a Bebop's order. But, uh. I'm fucking dead. So, I'm going to play this game. Okay. It's right. It's been going on TikTok. Basically, you say, you know, you rate people one through ten, obviously. But. Okay. There's a catch. Oh, okay. So, I'm going to try to think of some because I didn't write anything down. Oh. And then you try to think of some as well. These are my readers. But then, uh, yeah, so then we're just going to go back and forth. So, let's start off. She's a 10, but she got bad breath. So, what's her rating now? She's a 10, but she got bad breath? Mm-hmm. Well, does, well that depends. See, you got to look into the situation like that. Is, no situ- is, is the bad breath because she just doesn't brush her teeth or just because she has a bad tooth or something? Is it just... She breasts, but it don't help. Like, she not scraping her tongue or some shit. Like, she don't believe in that. So, like, like you like. And I got. Like, you, you, you smell it. You like, ooh. Do we live together? I mean, she she yours. She your girl. So. Eight. I'm going to go eight. That only drops out to eight? I'm going to still go eight. Go I eight. think you're a six. If your breath stinks. Yeah, nigga, the face you just did with the head tilt back. You're like, yeah, I'm doing, if I got to do that. Because I like kissing. I'm not finna kiss nobody with bad breath. That's tragic. Yeah, because then what if that make your breath sleep? That's fucking gross. She's only eight? Yeah. Ooh. That's tough. That's tough. Huh. Okay. Better have all the mint chocolate chip ice cream <laughs> in the nigga. I dumped the whole clip oh, of Tic Tacs in her mouth. Oh, you're you're a madman. You're just <laughs> nah, I got to. I can't. You're evil. You're cruel. That's cruel, I can't man. go for that. She ain't no ten. She got bad breath. I can't go for that, sir. No, sir. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. She a five, but she gives great head. That's still a five. <laughs> How? That's still how a does, five, it, how man. does the ten only drop two spots for having bad breath, but the the five that give great head is still a five? Because it's me. I don't care about fellatio like that. Oh, you bugging. You wait. Nah. 
Here we go. Not about to lie on this podcast. Here we go, man. You're not about to lie on this podcast. What I mean by lie, you're not about to say that you would take bad breath over great head. I mean, you can't. I mean, see, like when I think of the situation about the bad breath, you can't help bad breath. Well, you nah, can, you can, can. You can do something. And when I say but, I mean like no if ands. So like you telling you like, hey babe, like you know you breath smell like eight cans of shark shit, and she don't believe you. Ah, you're so funny, Tyler. <laughs> you try to be dead ass serious, like you ain't crack no jokes, you ain't smile. You got that face you got right now, like yo, we gotta do something about this. Like no give backs, no give back, take backs. Still an eight, crazy. But then the five that gives amazing head is still a five? You still got to look at the. Okay, well, how bad is your five? What? How bad is your five? You tell me. You're the one that can't use. You tell me that she was a five. Huh? <laughs> Knock it off. Everybody heard the names. <laughs> I sure as hell hope not. Oh man, you're a foul man. You need to be with me in some of, in some of these sessions. But um, but I, now that I gave you a name, you need to be with me. But uh, I hope they don't hurt. I don't think they did. I put up pretty far. I got group Thursday, so <laughs> but, um, yeah, man. Uh, if you go, if you're going that, if you're going that, yeah, that bump up to a six or seven for me. That's quality. If you're great at it, if you're great, six. Okay, that's fair. I'm not mad at that. It has to bump it up, though. That's what I'm just trying to get at. To me, she's already like a seven or a six anyway. So you're saying the head would not make a difference either? It would not make a difference because I don't care about fellatio like that. Okay. She had Here three. Go. She had three, but the box is fire. Best box you ever had. Still four. That's a that's a four or a five. Okay. I was just gonna see where you was gonna go because you said you didn't care about heads. So I was gonna see where you was gonna go. All right, give me one. Fuck. Um. I would say she had four or five too. Like the box can only bring you up so far, especially if you look like a foot in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck is wrong with you, man. <laughs> but, um, but this, I, I mean, I'm also saying this, not thinking that there's someone out there that's a three. I, I've yet to see a three. Yo, you could be somebody three in somebody's eyes. You don't know. I'm not no three. I'll be a five. I'll take I've a heard five. Some threes. I'm not no. I, I dare. I dare you. I've heard, some, heard somebody say some threes. For no, you, you haven't. All right. Who? But anyway. See, uh, don't do that. Don't don't be nasty on this podcast. See, um, let's see. Um, um. Oh, okay. She's a, she's a. <laughs> are we really just going to generalize women like this? <laughs> it's just it doesn't have to be sexual, but we, I mean, the rating has to be. Like the rating has to be the rating, but outside of the rating, you could go anywhere with it. Um, she's a three, but you know, um, 
She's like a sugar mom. She gives you anything you want. She's just, she got that bag. She has a good job. She's well off. She was born into a well off family. She has money already. You gotta make the you gotta make the executive decision. Okay, can you com- can you compromise money? Can you compromise money for a face? Because gen- I'm sorry, I'm sorry if that's that a I- thing to say. Money for a face. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to put it like that. I'm sorry. No, it is um, what it is. It is what it's but yeah, you gotta comp- you gotta compromise for that because mm-hmm. you gotta look at them every day. You're with them every day. Mm-hmm. You gotta go out in public with this woman every day. So, questions. She's my girl. Wholeheartedly. You and guys have been dating for like three years. And everybody know that. <laughs> and everybody knows that. Wait, if Facebook I'm, official. Wait, but if it's already If everybody already knows that, then she a four or five. If you saying it like if if you say it from a standpoint of niggas don't know and I have to decide whether I make it <laughs> Facebook official or not. Like she sent me a request and that should have just been sitting there like a poke back in old like 2012. Like then I, I got to say here, she still might be a three, but if it's already in then yeah, she a four or five and I'm, I'm getting paid though. I ain't you working. Are. I'm not working. You're getting your PS five. What about but, you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> getting your P- <laughs> what about you? Um, I pretty much have. I pretty much have a lot that I could ask for because I'm a simple man. I like to think that I am. Yeah, but like, you're allowed to go crazy. Like, you're allowed to get the guitars, the amps, like whatever you want. <sighs> yeah. I plunge. I plunge into that. That make it. That would make her a solid five. Mm. I plunge. Okay. 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 All right. Boom. I got one. She a seven, but she an asshole. Like just straight up. Like she a nigga with her like attitude. Just, just so she mean. was a Tyler. Just mean. Yeah. Just mean. But I can handle myself. So. So what does that make her? She's still a seven. I dated a couple of assholes. <laughs> no, okay. Kidding. This nigga here. But um, uh, I play the villain a lot, so I mean, fuck, I, I I'll be, yeah, yeah, I'll. You said she's a seven. Mm-hmm. That's a turn on. That make a ten for me. <laughs> this nigga's so toxic. Oh man, that's oh. how I used to be, but nah, um, she'd mm-hmm. be a six. Seven, because I mean, there's only so much. There's only so much shit you can put up with. She'd be honestly. a. She'd be a you you gotta be a man at the end of the day. You gotta be like, all right, babe, that's enough. You ain't gonna keep talking to me like you do. <laughs> she'd be a. She'd be a four or five for me. Like uh, I like attitude, but it's like, all right, all right, bitch, what are we doing? <laughs> like, it's, it's, it gets to a point where it's like, all right, this is. You cannot much. treat me any less than a man. You right. better not talk about my fucking mom or my parents. See. Yep. Better not come like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck your mom was thinking. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yeah, are you. You got to get the fuck out. Yeah, you, I'm sorry. I'm you sorry. Got, I'm, you got to step. I'm, yeah. I'm not for it. But, yeah, you got to, yeah, you got to dis, you got to despair. You got to disperse. You got to go. Yeah. You got to depart from me. You can't. Okay. I got another one. She a 10, but she cheat. She do everything else right. Like, I kind of like your sugar mama standpoint. But she treats you. She just cheat. 
<laughs> like she got a whole side nigga and everything. You found out about it. She's like, yeah, it is what it is. I got a side nigga. Uh, I thought you said cheap. Cheat? Yeah. Oh, she's a cheat? Yeah. Okay. All right. Seven. Just a seven? Just a seven. That bitch might be a two. Wait, am I the main one? Yes, but no. (laughs) Because you're getting cheated on, so I don't know if that makes you the main one. Because you're the one getting finessed, because you're getting cheated on. I'm the number one cheating option. (laughs) No, you're the relationship, so she's cheating on you. Not with you, on you. Oh. That's that's sad, man. That's cruel. See? It's a zero, then. I agree. Well, I was going to say two, but yeah, I agree. Because it's like... Because would you put up with it? Nah. You could find something better and be happier. Because I don't think... Because, I, I mean, cause granted, if she's, if she's cheating anyway, she going to treat you like you ain't nothing anyway. You know, but that's the thing, though. If they cheating, they ain't gonna know the difference. So yeah, leave. But that's what I'm saying. They're gonna treat you the same. So you won't. You wouldn't know they're cheating, but you found out they cheat. Because first of all, I'm not saying we could don't cheating here at the Tyler Bryan Hour podcast. But I'm saying you got to be a fucking dumbass if you cheating on someone and then you end up cheating them worse. <laughs> like you just come on mad after you get done cheating. You are a piece of shit. Like that's 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 petty. Take accountability for that. That's crazy. I was that I was that That's dude. crazy. I was that dude hey I was so that you had dude to get one caught because of that, right? I was that dude one time, man. Cause I feel like I, I never cheated on someone. I've been the cheaty, but I never cheated on someone. I've been the cheater, cheaty. I've I feel like if I was to cheat on someone, like I would want to treat them better just off the guilty conscience that I have. Because I'm an overthinker, so I would be fucked up. I come home after cheating, and I still be fucked up. Too. <laughs> that's how I, man, that, that's just, that's just the, that's just the, that's just with the dark place that I was, man. Oh my God. It's just the dark, that's, that's just, that's just how I was, man. Nigga said I cheat, come back worse. <laughs> that's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Not too particularly proud of that, but, you know, I live my truth. Mm. Um, She ate, but her feet stink. She an eight? Mm-hmm. It's pretty damn close to a ten, I'm going to say. You put up with it? Yeah. Right. She got a foot fetish. She she is six in my book. She got stinky feet. That drop her down two spots at least. Um, she a nine, but she don't fuck with baseball at all. She a nine, but she doesn't fuck with baseball at all. At all. Does she know about the Yankees? She'll wear the cute little like. The, she'll wear the NY cap and she'll, and she'll, she'll wear the NY cap and then the, like the woman's jersey that kind of cut off at the belly button that looks attractive. Shit like that. Like the youth jersey, you know what I mean? But she she don't give a fuck when who if the Yankees she'll take the IG pic. She's just there for the game to be on her phone. If she can, I'm gonna say it like this. I'm gonna say it once in a while. Say it in the mic. If she can't name one player out of the five, because assuming that we're still in this, we're 
in the same age. So we were alive for five World Series of the Yankees, 27, five World Series. If she can't name one player out of the five World Series, she can't do that? She can't. Gone. Why would you want her to know that? Gone. I figured her knowing Yankee players now would be more important than the fucking five championships. That five championships is what made us great. Well, obviously the 27. Nigga, but, yeah. yeah, I'm about to say. And you can't name all five. You, you mean to tell me that you. Um, I almost went into it. I almost had a moment. But. I don't yeah, feel like man. you could. What? You could name the five players, but I don't feel like you could. You know how many championship players were on the Yankees if they had 27? We've had 21 100 win wins uh, seasons. I can name you a player from each era. But does from that. 50s on up. But does that make you a fan or does that make you a statistic? That makes me a consistent fan. How? You see that picture, frame picture over, over there by my wall of the Eminem boys, Roger and, Mar- Roger and Mantle? Mm-hmm. Over there, I got another picture of Big Bambino and the Iron Horse, Lou Gehrig and Babe Ruth. In there, I got another 60. 16- Answer this for me. Answer this for me. How many games have you watched this year? Live or, like, actually at the game? Watched. Not live. Watch twenty. It's okay. I feel like yeah, like I feel like there's different variables to fans because it's like because you know me when I was growing up I was a diehard football fan so I could tell you players like what teams they were on and what colleges they are but the older I got that shit don't matter because everything is a business for one so like you could be the greatest player ever but okay it kind of goes into that question. I don't know. Well, you haven't been on Twitter. But basically what they try to say is, would you rather be a role player with two chips? And we can make this baseball, too. Would you rather be a role player on the Yankees with two chips or be a Hall of Famer? Well, actually, don't, take out the Yankees because I know how you, you are with the Yankees. You, like, you'll die Yankee. But, <clears throat> yeah, would you rather be a role player with two rings or be a Hall of Famer with no rings? Depends on what team I'm going to be in the Hall of Fame for. Like, what team is... Am I known for? Okay. Don't say no stupid shit. Don't say don't say the Padres. Well, what I was gonna say is that's no that's what no I was gonna say to the Padres. What I was gonna say is <laughs> <laughs> okay. Say you're a diehard Yankees fan, right? You could be a Hall of Famer on the Yankees, get your jersey retired and everything, but they'll never win a championship. So if you're there for 20 years, you'll never win a championship. So you'll all be stuck at 27. Or you could go somewhere else, say the White Sox, because it's like your second team or whatever, and win two chips and be a role player. So it's like niggas know your name or niggas don't. Because, like, my parents, I swear to God, when I was younger, they always swore up and down championships mean more than anything else, but them niggas can't name a single person on some of the championship teams. So it's like, what the fuck are we talking about? They can name players. I don't want to discredit my parents as fans, but they can't. Like, outside of five players, it gets shaky. But then again, I don't know. If- Your dad a cowboy fan, too. 
But my dad's also old school in the sense of like, nigga, nigga, drop a pass in the game. He be like, yo, cut that nigga. Like, <laughs> I hate you. Nigga. He hate. He must hate CD Lamb, man. Cause, I, hate, uh, <laughs> I hate fans like that. But um, I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you one time only. Mm-hmm. Number 19 is going to be retired in Monumental Park in Yankee Stadium. So you're saying you would just rather be a Hall of Famer on the Yankees? No chip, though. No chip. My jersey number, number 19, will be retired in Monument Park at Yankee Stadium on 161st Street in the Bronx. That's what I'm saying. Because, you know, our every single single digit number is retired. Almost every number of teens is retired. So, like, I pretty much have to start out with 17 on up. 17 on up, pretty much. That's crazy. You can't even get your jersey number. <laughs> nigga talk about 19 like he like it. Nigga ain't got a choice. Um, Yeah, I think I'd rather have the Hall of Fame career, to be honest. Like, the older I'm getting. Because, like, prime example is, like, I uh, I could have had a ring. Technically, I could have had a ring. Like, right now, current, my current state. But we lost in the JUCO championship, so I didn't get the ring. But if I got the ring... Uh, at first, like, it would have meant a lot then because of how much work I was putting into the team and how, like, the camaraderie of the team. So I would have took the ring then. Now, being older on the outside looking in, no, nah, I wouldn't have Because it's like, I didn't do nothing. I have to explain to niggas what I did on the team. Like, niggas would not know who the fuck I was. You played? Or what did you play? I was wide receiver, but I was on the not non-travel team, so I suited up for home game. Like, I had to go into that. And I was like, nigga, you was ass? You didn't play? So, you better not say some stupid shit. I was a long snapper. Yo, stop doing that, because, like, one of my best friends is a long snapper. Shout out to Dirk. That nigga be like, yo, what's up with your <laughs> But, uh, yeah. Um, but, yo, go to baseball real quick. Shout out to Xbox Game Pass. They actually have MLB The Show on there for... He was on that motherfucker all day. I got a snap at like 7 o'clock in the morning. Hey, hey, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm the Prince of Queens, you feel me? Go Mets. It has it. It took you all day to get... <laughs> it did. It didn't take... It, it, I don't know why. Being on the Mets, I'm saying. I, uh, so I was there on my rookie year. Them niggas ain't, ain't take me till fucking August. I didn't get called up to August. And then I was killing it. I killed it in August, killed it in September. Got rookie of the month for both August and September, but didn't qualify because you got to have 3.1 of the team's average bats or some shit like that. Yeah. Which is some bullshit. Because I was like, fuck, you give me August and September player of the month if I couldn't win rookie of the year. So I was pissed about that. And then. You got a certain number of eligibility in the. Eligibility in Which, the league, you got to serve like one, one point five. Well, no, it's got to be like point eight or something. Yeah, but that's still bullshit in the sense of why would MLB you give, service? I get that, but it's like, why would you give me? Um, why would you give me? Uh, what you call it? Oopsie. Why would you let me get player of the month if I can't win that? 
Because, yeah, you could have that little, like, plaque, you know, with a little star on it. Yeah, you could have like, that, man. but you ain't getting no rookie. Because I, I thought I was going to get rookie when I, they gave me that. So I was like, cool. And then they didn't. They the, crazy, didn't. the crazy thing about MLB people is that you could be 35 years old. You get, <laughs> get rookie of the year. Yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> but um, also, I think it's bullshit. I got a hot take. I feel like your lead. Years of service to count in the minors. So, so the, like, as soon as you get drafted, that should serve as... At least a double-A. Double-A on up, it should count. If anything, I feel like triple-A. Because you're closer. Even, even triple-A. Because I feel like it's bullshit. Because you're pretty much... Because triple-A, you say, you know, you're pretty much there, but you're not. You know? Right. Like you, you're, you're pretty much... You've shown that you're elite. You just need to have a couple more games to show that you're more consistent in order to move up to the majors. Because, or even better yet, like, if you're, like, the 45th best player, there's only a 40-man roster. So, obviously, they, if you're, like, the third best third baseman, then they can't move you up because, obviously, they got the starter and the backup. So, it's like, right. so it's like some people just shit out of luck. And then it's, it's real life, too. So, it's not like the MLB where you're overall, if you're better overall than this person, then you move up. It's like real life, you just got to pretty much right. either wait for a nigga to get hurt or just go crazy. So... <clears throat> Yeah, I feel like that should count because in my mind that would be bullshit because it's like I can't leave this organization until I do six MLB years. And that's a that's actually the that's fucked up about MLB contracts. You're pretty much in a rookie contract for six years. You got to do that six years of service before you become eligible to be a free agent, which means you could you know resign or you have the option to resign or you could you know go somewhere else. Right, and so so that happened. And then when the playoffs hit, the Mets was first in the AL East. That's a long six years, bro. And then we uh, 182 games. 162. 162. That's a long ass six years. It is. See, that's another reason why I say that too, because it's like that's too long. That's unrealistic. That's unrealistic that you expect someone to be an MLB starter for six years too. Yeah. But so I say all that to say that uh, we end up getting to the playoffs. We got. The first seed because we went 162. The Prince of Queens, huh? Yeah, I got I got a ring to it too. Um, so I didn't want to do Kings of Queens because I was like, eh, sorry, did. But I also named my guy Prince. So <clears throat> we played. Could have been in the Bronx. We played the. Well, I mean, the Mets drafted me. We played the Braves first round, clapped them up. I thought I could. I guess it's because it goes the wild card game is only one game. Then it goes AL divisional, and then it goes divisional, and then it goes conference. But divisional is five. I thought divisional was seven. No, it goes one, five, and then yeah, seven. Yeah, so I I figured that out the hard way. So we and swept. Then obviously, the World Series is seven. Right. So we swept Atlanta, got them niggas up out of there. And then we played the Brewers. No. Yeah, we played the Brewers because we had a buy. Yeah, 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 okay. You always got that one funky ass team because fucking I remember we we were we were facing the Indians. I mean the Brewers. <laughs> I mean the Guardians, but the Brewers. Guardians, were, sorry, sorry Brewers, people don't don't. Do, yeah, yeah you good, you good. The Brewers were pretty good. They uh they had like ninety wins. They had a good team, but what pissed me off about the Brewers series, and the Brewers series was actually harder than the Houston series, which I find funny. We smacked Houston, swept them niggas, but. To win the World Series What pissed me off About Milwaukee Is like I play on like The 
second easiest difficulty. Because I want to hit home runs. Like, my favorite era of baseball was the steroid era. Like, I, I liked shit when shit was exciting. You just crack home runs. So, I... You know, so, so, you're a live ball era type of dude. Yeah. But, um... Like, I got Ken Griffey stance, and I, I just like hitting home runs. Well, I wanted Gary Sheffield, but they didn't have it. Um, So, it was like the games where I didn't hit a home run, Milwaukee won, and they, like, smacked us. Yeah, that's the thing about it. Houston, Houston, I don't know what they did in the in the shows the last couple of years. They've been making Houston dead. They'd be smacking niggas. It'd be like 15 to 2. Oh shit! That was what happened to Houston. Our last game was like twenty to three. Fuck that, man! Because because usually like I would be, have to be the one to set the tone. Like I would have to go out there and get home runs and go are you crazy. Lead off? Are you lead off hitter or are uh, you clean up? So get this. Hold on. So let me finish my story. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah. So that Milwaukee series went to six games because them niggas was bullshitting because they kept winning and I was getting pissed. I'm like, yo, what the fuck, bro? There was one game where we had like. I hit two home runs. We have three to two. It's the eighth inning. These niggas go three, 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 four, three, five, three, six, three, seven, <laughs> three, eight, four, eight, and then I'm batting again. I'm like, what the fuck happened? Nigga. And then we lose, and it's 2 1, and I pissed, and I got turned up, and I start going crazy. And then we did our thing. But the whole playoffs, the whole playoffs, Tyler, I probably, I think I had, I think I had five home runs in the World Series alone. Like, I went crazy. And then in the playoffs, I had like 20. Nigga, the whole time, they got me batting eighth. For what? I'm the best bat we got. Why am I batting eighth? I can see if you want to put me five, six. Right. You know what I'm saying? At least one more bat. I can get two more bats per game, basically. Nigga, you got to be eighth? Because you think about it in real in realistic stance, you would want your lead off or your or even your cleanup. And those four spots, you want them to bat an average to it be at least in the high, high threes or low fours. Because at least you're showing that you're putting bat on the ball and you're putting the ball into play, whether right. it be singles, triples, or whatever the case may be. But that's what I'm saying. I was batting like 60%, something crazy. So it was like, why am I still eighth? And there was nothing I could do about it. Like, I wish there was – I wish, like, how 2K, you could kind of go to the coach and GM and talk to them. Yeah. They need to have something for that. Cause they I used to like, have some shit like that in the older uh, show games where you could, like, talk to the GM and they'd be like, yo, I'm not feeling this place or I think I, I just – Well, that's the it. All you could do is ask for a trade. I can't ask for the, yo, move me up in the rotation. That's yeah. all I wanted. I just want to be up yeah, in the rotation. I, I, like, I, like being, I like being in New York. <laughs> and then that's what pissed me off, too, is because, like, yeah – I, once I figured out the hard way, <clears throat> once I figured out the hard way that you got to do six years, like I was like, oh, asking for a trade is stupid because you're never going to get a max contract. Because like my goal, my goal in the game is to get like, uh, I just want an obscene contract. Like I want to play so good that I could get one of those $300 million contracts or $120 million contracts, something like that. So then my goal is, so I won one chip with the Mets. So I was my rookie year, and I didn't play a full year yet. So I'm about to win everything this year when I play a full fucking year. Win as much titles as I can with the Mets within those six years. <laughs> I'm at least three. <laughs> and then probably move to the Bronx. Just can't do that. Why the fuck not? Can't do that. 
Nigga, first of all, the, the only person that could, the only person that's really been able to do that is Robinson Cano. And watch me do the same thing. First of all, the Yankees gonna take my player because my player cold. I won a World Series and I was the World Series MVP and playoff MVP in my rookie year. You gotta be homegrown by us. No, the fuck y'all don't homegrown shit. We homegrown Jeter. We homegrown Posada. Jeter, we homegrown, ain't, Jeter ain't all that. We homegrown. Mano- he wasn't. <laughs> but uh, I'll be the first Yankee fan to say that. All right, all right, I respect that. But no, what I was gonna say. Hold on, let me, let me get my shit off. <clears throat> yeah, I'm. I'm going to leave Queens for the Bronx, win some chips at Yankees, and then after I win some chips with the Yankees, hell no, I'm going to the north side. How the fuck does everybody want to go to the safe north side on the Cubbies? Because the Cubbies need some chips. I got 10 fingers, I need 10 rings. So like I said, I'm going to get some rings with the Mets. Before the Cubs won in one sixteen, when was their last World Series? A hundred years ago. Exactly. So, so what you saying? Uh, nigga, it's me. It's me, nigga. If I won a chip with the Mets, granted the Mets were good. They were already in first place when I got there. That's the same mindset that Bryce Harper got. Now his ass is stuck in Philly. Well, to be fair, like, that nigga got paid. But I'm going to get paid while I do it. Except I will I will say this I will keep it a whole stack It is hard to carry in that game Because holy shit Like there was a time Where I was hitting like Two home runs Back to back to back Or I guess three And nigga When I tell you It wasn't enough And I was getting irate Because it wasn't <laughs> enough I'm like you niggas suck bro Like I can only help y'all niggas so much Do yeah. some But yeah that's my plan for MLB to show 2020 uh, Sounds 22. like the Mets I mean, we won the chip, so that's all that mattered to me. Is it? Look, I'm I'm telling you, within the six years, I'm going to get as much chips as I can with the Mets. And then I'm going to go to the Yankees, get as much chips as I can with them, and then I'm going to go to the You will not get your jersey retired. Why why won't I? First of all, what jersey are you going to start with? You're going to have to pick an ugly-ass number. You're going to have to pick 30-something. I'm uh, just saying. I'd probably do something in the 20s. I don't know, because it's going to be six years, so I don't think anyone's going to retire. Like, I'm probably going to take Judge's number. It's garbage. How? You do it all the time. Whose number? I can't, you can't, even, I can't even take anybody's number in the, the show. Nigga, you, I'm talking about in just sports games in general. You always take a nigga's number. Take a nigga's whole body. You be in the body type too. <laughs> you did it in Madden. You did it in two K. Because I'm a bigger dude. Yeah, and you're not that big though. When you took Cam's number, I'm hefty lefty. This nigga. You know he died, right? Yeah, I know. He was a former giant, man. He got his chip though. He died with a ring. That's just crazy. <laughs> Wait, was he a third stringer? He was third string. We had him on third string. For what? That's see, y'all was just trying to do that for publicity, publicity stunt. Because what the fuck? Imagine Hefty Lefty in the Super Bowl. Uh, nah, nigga. Nah, I'm calling. That's Cap. Boy, that's Cap. Um, yeah, I guess I talked about MLB The Show. Is there anything else you have left to add on this podcast episode of episode 92? 
My eyes irritate as fuck. Damn, Texas Roadhouse is moving to Altoona. You might have to relocate. Shut the fuck up. Oh, wait. I'm, for, I'm sorry. I'm not supposed to say that. I'm sorry. Nigga. Damn, don't tell me you shut the fuck Damn, that was a common mistake. I made a mistake. I'm sorry. I just don't want niggas already asking Christ, man. Put all my personal shit out there. You send my full. Hey, niggas know me now. Niggas done send my full name and where I work. Damn, Tyler. Niggas gonna get my full identity trouble. My shit, yo. This is B Heard of the Tyler Brown podcast. Damn, nigga. Oopsie. Oh, you mean we're building one out there? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's different than relocate. I'm talking about you might have to relocate. Like, you might have to ditch your old one. You might have to ditch your old location for that one. You know, Why? you might have to get traded. <laughs> Yo, getting traded in a restaurant job is crazy. <laughs> crazy. That'd be insane, wouldn't it? Cause you know how they do it too. Like, imagine getting traded at work. Like a we had to job. do it. We had to do a sign and trade, so at least you could get draft picks after a trade. Imagine going to your glass, your windshield place, <laughs> and you just go to your locker. Hey, yo, Tyler, no, 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 bro, we trade you a safe light. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Come, come into the office. Come into the office. Yeah, we just had to make a move to get this rookie, this young talent, to build around the franchise. <laughs> Yeah, we, we trading you, big dog. Thanks for your time and service. <laughs> yeah, but is there anything else you you left to add? Oh man, but, nah, man. It's been it's been nice. It's been a funny ass fucking episode ninety two. I love you guys. I love this man beside me. And um, hopefully we'll, we'll get to we obviously we're getting to a hundred by the end of probably summer. Hopefully, but um. Yeah, man, I appreciate you guys, and I love you a thousand percent, and, you know, I'm getting better, you know, so I can be a better Tyler for you guys, and I could be, you know, a better person overall, so be patient with me, please. I love you dearly. Who the fuck is that? That's a wild-ass caption. I'm not going to say this out loud. <laughs> That's not what Emily Chopper. Why do you say that? I mean, nah. What's wrong with him? What's wrong with niggas? Yeah, just go to Emily Chopper's Twitter if you want to figure out what the fuck we reacting to. There's so much things you could have just said. Could have said I just loved you, like. Hey, yo, actually, not. I have, I had, I had feelings for you. Like, if I'm the dad, because, you know, dad's going to be on Twitter. Because we're getting older, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. <laughs> You're going to have to see me, bro. You said I can, sh- see, you. I can see you, man, just looking on Twitter's people. Bro, because I'm going to see that shit quote to that. I'm like, yeah, what you mean by this? <laughs> Yo, what, you, what, you, what you mean by this? And you ain't about to do nothing either. But uh, what the fuck ain't about to, yo? You goes down, bro. <laughs> Just saying. Hell, the fuck no. But uh, yeah, my, I, I heard. Um, you got a pink eye. Nah, I just bro. Somebody at work. Somebody at my co work. 
co one of my coworkers had pink eye. The fact that this man came within, he's like, he, it was like dead ass in the morning too. I I haven't even clocked in yet. I'm I'm putting my keys down on all my uh, toolbox. <sighs> Already dealing with the heat because the humidity is the first thing we feel in the morning. Has eye ones, bro. This man came up to me and said, "Bro, does this look like pink eye?" I'm like, "Bro, you better." <laughs> it was literally two feet from me. Man, I was. Swung. Why the fuck would you? I was like, "Don't make me go home. I will go home. I promise you, I will go back to bed, and I will start this day off on my own merit." <laughs> but yeah, if you got pink eye, man, that's all right. No, I don't got pink eye. Okay. All right, cool. But. I was like, nigga, how do you even get pink eye in this day and age? You gotta be doing some nasty <laughs> shit. You gotta be doing some sinful shit. But yeah, man, uh, I appreciate y'all for rocking with the podcast. I really do. I appreciate the love. So, so once again, shout out to Eduardo. Shout out to uh, Lopez. Uh, and I will shout you out on the podcast. You show love and you do what you're supposed to do. Oh, shout out to Weatherman Ron, man. He had a birthday this past week. So shout out to the good brother. Happy he early OG triple triple now. Happy early Father's Day as well. Um, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Jeremiah, Pops, all y'all niggas out there. Connor, all, all the niggas out there. Um, yeah, man, we just trying to be great. We just Little trying to do the damn thing. Big homies now. Basically. Um, yeah. So keep doing your thing. Have a good week. Peace, love, and positivity, all that bullshit. And until next time, bye.